say, let's get started. Yo. I know, right? Hold on, let me get one more crunch. I love how there are no suitable snacks for podcasts. Mm-mm, at all. <laughs> well, I was, the blueberries were fine. We're in our spooky era, bitches! Hi, I'm Tickle My Fucking Toes. And I am so into blood right now. I'm Jamal. Yes. And welcome to Black Tower Roots, a Black Me Black podcast where we boot cap Dracula mm-hmm. season four. See, I remember this time. <laughs> yes, there we go. There we go. Can I get my um credit? Can I get my credit? My intellectual. Yes, 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 yes. Jamal is definitely the creator of the boot camp. Okay. Um, I'm sure we're gonna get a cease and desist from sharing needle sharing needles. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which I will say I don't acknowledge documents from racists. Very that. Uh oh, nigga, you might have to leave out uh, you have to you might have to move out of the country then. Um <laughs> oh. And welcome to this week's episode of Black Turret Roots. We are uh, we normally root cat RuPaul's Drag Race, but mm-hmm. we are diving on out of that headspace and <laughs> diving on in. <laughs> but she will not let go of the dive on there. <laughs> we're diving on out of RuPaul's Drag Race, and we're diving on into Dragula Season 4, the first time we've ever covered it. And baby, mm-hmm. the, ep- the premiere, the yeah. drama, the looks... <sighs> Girl, stunts, shenanigans, shows, and conflama, <laughs> plus trauma. Mm, and she could have saved for her motherfucking mama. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really, really excited to dive on into this. Uh, <laughs> to this, to Dracula. Uh, so without further ado, let's get into the shit. So. For those of you who are unfamiliar and undocu- um, unindoctrinated to Dragula, they always start off every single episode with some sort of uh, cinematic scene and anchors the episode. Now, a lot of times, they don't, it generally don't have shit to do with the main challenge, as far as my recollection recollection goes. No, but they so, sometimes they're a continuous storyline amongst yes, the episodes yes. themselves. Correct. So they're a through line, and they're a through line that also typically uh, connects us to the very end where we get the um, resurrection. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the resurrection special, but like the reunion episode. Uh, so in this case, this one is um, themed around rituals, the occult, witchcraft, blood sacrifice. We see the boulets come out. They look great. The first thing I notice is, hmm, I feel like somebody is wearing a shorter heel. Because they- <laughs> <laughs> because one thing that bothers me about the boulets, and just not naked door about it, one person's tall, one person's not. Yeah, because they wear twins. Right, but this, they wear these looks that um, are beautifully coordinated uh, to, uh, what is it called? Uh, symmetrical. Yeah. But every time I used to look at them, I'm like, this one is giving three feet, a, str- a smooth three feet taller than the other one, and it is bothering me. Well, but- it's, it's okay, because they also have very different personalities. Yeah, well, and they, I mean, also, regardless, they, they turn the looks. So the looks mm-hmm. are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get this, and then it transitions into this soft um, referencing of Halloween. And we see the debut of these masks that I am trying to convince Jamal to go half season so we can have them for the pod. As soon as I get the um, the receipts from the Samisha Iman network purchased, then I will. This is, That's a more useful thing. We're not about to watch 25 minutes of Tamisha and adjectives <laughs> run across the street and a PowerPoint presentation. Mm-hmm. No, we need to get these masks. The uh, uh, one shout out Desiree Dick. Uh, she is very much so. She's a local uh, DC queen, very much so into the Dragula Jish. That is what she gives, and she is everything. Uh, she is also giving those away at her watch party. I'm not giving them mm-hmm. away. I'm sure you have to like win them in a raffle. So mm-hmm. we have to go now. We have to go. And we have to rig the raffle. Okay. Pull the patch. Pull a Florida. Pull a Florida. Mm-hmm. So here's the scene. There's three families, and bitches is killing each other. And these people. <laughs> I they have these fly- and that's it. No, they have these. <laughs> they have the bitches is killing each other, and they got these fly ass masks that we must have for black tar roots. Okay, we just have to have. Mm-hmm. It, it, it have to have to. We have to just get them. And then they walk off the screen, but we don't know what happens to them. Boom! Title screen pops up, and the first thing I clock, and they always have a great title screen. Title screen's always been fantastic. Is that the prize is a hundred thousand doll hairs? Yes, ma'am. Sponsored right out of the pockets of the boulets. Yeah, I know, right? That was fierce. <laughs> a little <laughs> they later said, on, sponsored by us. from us. Yeah, right. <laughs> I 
say y'all better let them know this thing. Okay, you baby, this is you know back in the day we was go fund me and getting ready to get these girls. We were Venmoing tips because <laughs> that is the very first season. It was like if you want to contribute to this artwork. Run the coins. We trying to yeah, give them up yeah, for like twenty five thousand dollars. Now, what and I don't chief- want is in a year's time an interview with the winner of this season saying they never got their coins. <laughs> well, has a winner of any drag competition um, ever got their prizes? Have never got. Have never not gotten their cash <laughs> prize. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I mean, know in I drag race, not getting prizes is rampant, but... Oh, yeah, right. You're not getting that gown that you were uh, by latexqueen.com. <laughs> or your week stay in um, <laughs> the Norfolk, Virginia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to historical... <laughs> the historical to end. <laughs> you want a two-night stay at the historical Williamsburg. So, yeah, work for the boulets. I love that for the dolls, you know, because mm-hmm. this competition, off the break, the first thing I was like, how do, where do you get money for this? Because all of this looks expensive. Yes. Whew. So, into our very first queen is one Mary Cherry, who is a, a personal favorite based off of my, um, based off of my personal uh, following <laughs> of other queens who are not in the uh, Runiverse. Listeners put uh, a pen in this. <laughs> Put a pin in this because also <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. So Miss Mary Cherry is the is saying where the fuck we at or something to that extent. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Were these bitches giving scripts? Yeah. So one of the things I wrote in my notes was I appreciate that Dracula has these bitches acting even. Okay. Because not- <laughs> I was like, it's hard to it's hard to delineate with Mary Cherry because Mary Cherry feels like she's putting on mm-hmm. a couple times. And we get a little further into the episode, and I'm like, oh, these bitches were giving us scripts. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. No I think the only lessons. right, I think the only unscripted moment is in the middle of the episode. Right. Um, but how do you feel about Mary's look? Her little red uh latex number. She looks okay. That's what my notes say. Okay, okay. Well, next up, I think is someone who looks okay is Astrude. Um yes. she comes in, you know, with a blonde vampy uh wig. Yes. And a little leather outfit as well. She, um, I was a little annoyed by the first, I feel like the first four queens all knew each other. It might not have been the first four. I'm going to say, really? No. The well, girls were from New York because Lavaletta comes in and automatically. Uh, yes, a news, um, Astrid, yeah. Oh, that's right, because Mary's from New York too. Mm-hmm. Coco, uh, and then Coco is next and to- Coco's out of Tulsa. Coco's next. Um, after La Zavaletta. Oh, we didn't even cover Liz Avaletta, though. Well, no, well, we we jumped all over the place. Let's also set the scene too. They pull up in this white van to what looks like this haunted <sighs> asylum. I called it uh, a off-season haunted house because mm-hmm. it's giving very, very that, giving very much so thirteen stories, but in January. Um, and they asked the girls to pop in and where what would normally be like the cocktail room right. of this haunted house when it's the on season. Right. Yeah. Slash, it looks like um, one of the saw traps. Like you about to turn the corner and be in a saw trap. Right. Yeah. Um, I like. I think um, Astrid looks more beautiful here than she did in the. Um, Meet absolutely, the Queen. absolutely, absolutely. And we also learned that um, when La Zavaleta walks in, that Astrid is uh, one to watch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got that opinion from the Meet the Queens when she was talking about she could play five million instruments and this and that and this and that. Well, um, this is not a symphony. This is Dracula. Yeah, I'm just saying the girl unpodcast friendly snack. You keep going. Okay, I'm hungry. I was just, <laughs> I, um <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> keep going. like I was gonna say bitch. We said uh we said she not it's not a symphony. Oh, but it means she has talent, so she can apply right. that, you know what I mean? Yeah, bear that, bear that. She, she has discipline. Yeah, or La Avaleta is just saying that, you know, um, saying that as a as a person who knows her and just sizing her up like they were doing the geometric. Right, right, right. That. Um, so when La Avaleta pumps in, she has this uh, big black wig and this uh, black, this is, it's, I'm going to call it vinyl because it is giving me like vinyl-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the pumps as epaulets on the, on the um, yeah, that was cute. Jazz, which I think that was really, really um, creative. She seems to be a beauty girl. Mm-hmm. A beauty monster, so love that. Coco pumps in looking like a whore, <laughs> which means mission accomplished. 
Baby, uh, them breastplate was, <laughs> that breastplate was bouncing from her chest Jiggling. to the ceiling. Okay. <laughs> uh, it has been less bouncing than the motherfucking NBA girl. It was... <laughs> So you come in basically talking about um, her being a drag zombie slash whore. Mm-hmm. Um, we get this cut that of her of Lazava left the feeling like she slides, uh, slides, uh, slide. Uh, wow. Um, what, what am I trying to say? Slide. Slide it. Yeah, slide. I was trying to her. say slide. I was trying to say slide for her. Well, slide. That's her. that's that's slang. You slide right. somebody. Yeah. So she's uh, she's giving her very bad. Uh, we see in this moment too that we're gonna where that Miss Mary Cherry has a comment for everything. She <laughs> thinks she's the, she's the producer. <laughs> At which point I was in I was internally laughing knowing that that was your girl. Because <laughs> even me, I bet you talks too much. Was like you giving too much, girl. Very yeah, it was out of it was outrageous. <laughs> so next thing is Bitter Betty. Uh, yes. She has like if she has an airbrush T shirt, but did you catch the um the penis? The anatomical, yes, baby. <laughs> that was actually my favorite outfit coming in. <laughs> yeah, because she has this big hair. She has the big hair. She has the latex gloves. It's it's right on brand for her. She's pumped. That's what yeah. she does, and it's clean. The makeup is right. I was like, yeah. you better work this better, buddy. I want that that shirt. Yeah, the oh, wig was <laughs> right, and the wig was nice. She looked she looked very well put together. It was it yeah. was high camp with the sun with the sunglasses in it. Very very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, go ahead, baby. <laughs> I was Sorry, gonna say next know. up um, is Jay Jolie, Drag Race royalty, and I texted you the minute that this happened because the minute Jay turned the corner, they were on her neck. Yeah. Well, so why do you think you oh, should be here? Here's the other thing: the producer sliced and diced this edit because it was a couple of moments in there that didn't seem to fit uh, organically. There was mean? a couple moments where it was it, it, it just seemed it just seemed like oh, like when Sigourney. Was talking about uh, Mary Cherry. Okay. And it was like I feel like she doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's, that's a lot of emotion for what we just met, and you smooth just pushed past her to talk a bit about it when she said hi. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I feel like that's the, the, the production is slice and dice and doing people some people more favors than others. But well, you, you know, know. You can only do what you uh, do with what you give them. Um, work, RuPaul. <laughs> she wanna blame it on the edit. <laughs> Blame it on that edit. <laughs> you the one who said it. Gonna take the credit. Um, I love how um, we continue this through line of J. Jolie not being able to either contractually or just by mm-hmm. virtue of her own, mm-hmm. her own of mentioning the name of, uh, 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 for the sake of this podcast, we'll call it Paul's Frag Case. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I was on some other drag show. Right, right. She was like, I was on another television show. You may have heard of it. It's called Paul's Trag Case. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we'll <laughs> see. They're on her neck. Next in the room is Hosa, who looks mm-hmm. amazing. Um, also, shout out to the uh, non-drag confessional look as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, really just cute out of drag in general. Yeah, absolutely. This is a cute season in general because everybody is like, okay, okay. That's some things I like. Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, uh, you know, when she walks in, there's a lot of fanfare. Some girls know her. Um, and so she she has a little bit of, a, uh, I guess, a reputation coming into the workroom. I didn't know that she was that uh, well-known or represented. Right. And how fierce is that? Because, I mean... She's still pretty new on the scene, but everyone had that much reverence for her already. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty monumental. What's next? Next up, um, Mr. Gorney Beaver comes in in a very glam punk rock outfit. Um, I wanted her to look a little bit, I mean, I guess, I'm just in love with her um, promo look, so I was yeah. expecting some kind of through line of that, but I can't get that every time. Um, <laughs> she is cinched uh, within an inch of her life, yes. and she has this big mohawk of hair. Um, it's just—it's gorgeous. It's what I expected, right? Polished together. The, the titties are sitting. Uh, the titties are sitting so, but, so much so that Mary thinks it's a breastplate. Um, <laughs> Mary is just all over the place in this. Um, Girl, yes. I, I was, even I was like, Mary. Sit down. Right. Sit down somewhere. 
so yeah, uh, I mean, also this immediately starts my crush on Sigourney. Yeah, she's gorgeous. This is, one, oh, this is also this moment during the next challenge where she falls during that rotating room. I was like, okay, Child, I bitch, said, what is going on? The room sexy. is spinning. Girl, we'll talk about that in a second because <laughs> I, I feel like I was hanging. What do I you feel mean? like I was hanging. I'll tell you when we get there. Okay. <laughs> So anyway, uh, Formaldehyde is the next one. And uh, Formaldehyde is coming in uh, like a demented nurse with a mask look. Uh, we have this conversation about uh, how well can a mask queen do in the competition? Uh, put a pin in that. That's going to be a through line with her. Um, yeah, I don't have anything like else major to happen when she came in. Exactly. <laughs> next in is Saint. Um, given, what is this? I feel like this is a spooky Atlanta girl. Yes, it's it's giving very much so meet and greet. Um, <laughs> not that bad of it. She looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes you sometimes simple looks are effective. Mm-hmm. You know, so she comes in. She talks a little bit about. Um, and it's what, an interest. You don't need to do all that. I don't right, need to. Right. I mean, remember, Aquaria came in and a red belt across her titties and a long. Wow, long you skirt. really are upset at that still. I'm not upset at it. I just, I just, it just goes to show that she came in in a look that represented her, but did, wasn't doing a whole lot, mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. effective. Okay, okay. And then continued through the competition and gave us even more of what Aquaria does. Who was I saying that about about in a recent season? The UK? Somebody did something like that. I don't know. Anyway, mm. so that's uh, those are the dolls of. Dracula season four, we get some more of the uh, questionable acting. Oh my God, <laughs> girl, where are we at? Right. What are we doing here? And the boules pop onto the screen. Boom. So first things first, they look fantastic. This wig. Mm-hmm. At first, did you notice like the point, the black points in that wig? At first, I thought those were like clips. Yeah, I thought they were like chopsticks or clicks or something. But right. you know what no. it is? Is what? The first time I saw a wig like this was on MB Peru. And ever since then, I've been seeing the girls pop up with these like wigs that almost look like uh, frozen or metal in right. terms of the points, you know, and adding all these like strong points of gold or silver. Because right. the, the, first... the waves are also giving us seasick. Yeah, the waves are everything. It's done. It's right. done. And then they also have their signature symmetrical looks on and this blood splatter architectural uh, chest plate thing that has been all the rage with all of the drag queens and on the, on the runways. Mm-hmm. They look amazing. I also know that their height differences. Here you go. <laughs> and the point I already mentioned about the prize. So we have into what we think it, what is their version of the, um, they don't really have many challenges on Dragula, but they do typically have like an opening challenge. Last mm-hmm. season, uh, they had them eating spiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Landon Sider, our eventual winner, was one of the people who got picked to eat them. So they are told that they need to pump through this maze, and if you make it to the end, you will be accepted into the competition. If you do not, you are getting exterminated. So my first thought was, okay, bet they playing ball. And you know, one thing about Miss Dragula, as Jamal mentioned in the last episode, the waivers are fierce. So I know for damn sure, I was like, oh, they mean it. They <laughs> they mean it. Not no, we're gonna have you on lipstick and you gonna wink, wink, nudge, nudge, get eliminated. No, no. I thought they meant it. I thought they was about to be sent to like a maze <laughs> maze. Okay. It was really uh, just like three rooms. It was giving very hallelujah house. <laughs> um, it was giving a hallelujah. You, you know what a hallelujah house is? No, I'm just laughing because it's a funny name. I was about to ask you. <laughs> so a hallelujah house is like a um religious version of a haunted house, but it has things like um uh, this person, uh, shit like uh, this gay couple, both got AIDS and now they're dying. Like weird Christian shit like that. Child, goodbye. Yes, very that. It's 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 terrible. Um, anywho, so I'm thinking this is fit to give me like you know labyrinth. Mm-hmm. So they take the dolls on the back, put them into uh little little vessels, and I'm going. Oh, Miss Mary Cherry, I don't not envy you either, girl, because I'm a big bitch. So I know, girl, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Am I fitting the fitness? Hello. <laughs> okay, is it going to do what it's supposed to do? Right. I said, uh, I said y'all going to need three people to push this down, girl. I tried to get on a ride at Universal Studios before and it didn't work out. <laughs> so I'm, it's going to be a couple of y'all who going to need to push the bitch in there. But luckily, she fits. 
Yeah, she fit perfectly, and they put they lowered the things down, and this terrified me because I have a fear of um, free fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not afraid of heights, but like the idea, like the idea of a tightrope terrifies me. And yeah. they drop, they drop them, and I'm like, wait a minute, in the heels, I clock a little later that they gave them flats. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's without notice too, because they don't know that they're about to get dropped. It's just- exactly. Yeah, so I thought so that actually they, looked quite fun, even though it is frightening. Yeah, I mean, it, it it was it seemed quite guided to me. So like, so they get dropped out and they're in groups, and the mm-hmm. stores like, oh, I've been gooped, I've been hey, <laughs> <laughs> I just do. They was about to drop them up into a maze, and if you didn't make it to the end girl, you get to that. Like they did to the girl on um on America's Next Top Model, Cycle Three. What they girl? Took her, uh, 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 Magdalena. Oh, they took oh that, that was some bullshit. <laughs> She couldn't even finish her waffle good. <laughs> Did they like have a scene finish. where they showed them uh, riding off in the boat and she was standing at the... I don't think they had that. No, no, because they wouldn't let her finish breakfast. They said, you have to go now. <laughs> she didn't even pour her mimosa good. They said, okay, girl, you got to get up and uh, you got to go hit the house. Uh, so, you know, they're pumping through, you know, this, this little lab room situation. You know, the first thing they do is they have them all sit down and they have this car to marry into this alley. Mm-hmm. And they have the car high speed towards all of the performers, and a couple things. One, we see that Astrid is shook mm-hmm. by this, and we'll get into exactly why when we get to uh, the bitches be fighting scene. <laughs> and then also uh, a huge shout out to everybody who makes this show possible, because it this show gives very much so anything can go wrong at any point, and if a thing goes wrong here, bitches is dying. Well, that's why they got them fierce ass waivers. Baby, <laughs> that waiver must be ironclad. I wonder how many people on this show also worked on Fear Factor because that's what the show always gives me as well. Mm, true, 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 true. Um, it's very, and even when we get to the floor show, I, I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't realize it was this much of it into the uh, back end of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they take the performers to another room that's rotating around. And I keep thinking, I was like, well, how is somebody fitting to get eliminated from this? Cut to I see Mary Cherry in some flats. That's why they were wearing flats. <laughs> um, and they pumped them back into the room and gave them shots. I said, "Okay." Did you really think they were going to eliminate somebody right after or the very first day in like fifteen minutes? Why not? I don't know. I didn't think they were going to chop a girl <laughs> that quick. Oh, I would at least thought it would. I would at least bought it a little more if they weren't in like groups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they had them like pumping through that that uh, uh, haunted asylum situation they had going on. Uh, individually, like they did with, um, remember they did that in the pitch black for season three? Yes, 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 yes. I remember that I would have believed. Mm-hmm. That one probably was nice and dangerous because I remember it was completely dark. All of these things nice and dangerous, except for, like I said, uh, yesterday, that one that was obviously fake <laughs> the electrocution. <laughs> You're not gonna convince me that she got that many bolts <laughs> and she was just walking around. So all of this to say, this uh, the the dolls get back into the next room and they start talking. Bitches start talking about knees hurting. And I'm going wait a minute, wait. I said then we die. But listen, this whole year of drag has just been a giant PSA that drag performers need affordable health care because we done had uh, Victoria Scone taking out the game. Uh, we about to see what's gonna happen with Miss Oceana in a couple she about days. She's gonna be gone next week, right? I was uh, uh, Sigourney talking about one bad knee and a possible trick knee. You got uh, you got Miss Coco with a fake scrape knee, and you got Mary over here talking about her old knees. And I'm like, no, wait a minute, you're not about to knock down three out of ten bitches in this competition already. Hold up. Well, it's also you know people. I was thinking about this. I was like, people also just came out of a full quarantine, and where some people uh, may or yes. may not, you know. Uh-huh. have been using their bodies in certain ways the entire time so right. maybe that right. is contributing to this uh knee epidemic stay tuned you're, you're absolutely right because i remember when i strapped my heels back on for the first time <laughs> i put flat i put on some flats real quick i said i had a show coming up i strapped them hose on and i said we taking these off and we'll be wearing some patent flats right so let's the girls are fighting lava lettuce fighting with everybody <laughs> oh wait, um, wait, wait, wait! We did miss one thing. Everybody wins uh, special effects makeup, and we do get the main challenge. Yeah, and no one's eliminated. The main challenge is uh, 
<laughs> the main challenge is that they have to re-envision a, a classic uh, horror queen or icon, which I was excited about. I was excited That's to see us. Well, who would you have done? I wrote down several options. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not a Hocus Pocus, because I'm tired of the Hocus Pocus game. No, but someone does do it tonight, and I wasn't mad at her interpretation of it. Um, yeah, I thought it was I would either, decent. Right. I would either be the house from Monster House. Um, <laughs> hear me out. I'm listening. Go ahead. I'll listen to you. I would be the T-Rex or that spitty dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Or Oogie Boogie from Nightmare Before Christmas, which is not a horror movie, but still. Um, because what I loved about this challenge is that they had the option to choose different mediums. And this is like right up your alley because this is things you are all into. So what would you have selected? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are good. I mean, so I was thinking, um, have you ever watched the anime Inuyasha? I've heard of it. Never watched it. Okay. I don't have for anime. <laughs> we've had this discussion before it's one of the, oh but it's so good um and it has elements of horror so inuyasha has like a twin brother um who is pretty much a drag queen so i would i would i would be him because he was fierce that's a, uh, uh, good idea good idea good idea what so you don't want to so you don't want to be the house with me no <laughs> no <laughs> this challenge also gave me like uh i don't know for some reason i thought about trick-or-treating because the blue the boulets deliberately go out of their way to say um we do not want to see no goddamn cosplay up in here yes okay yes. we wanted to be elevated um right, so that's so the challenge reimagined from um, head to toe right that's the challenge then we get to everybody's fighting each other so lavaletta is fighting everybody um sigourney is trying to work this catchphrase and what's the phrase on time <laughs> I'm like that. I feel like it was, uh, for free i won't for do it free. for free there we go it was something it that me, uh, was whack <laughs> i can't make me think of you can get this left hand tier free you can get this <laughs> and she's whipping her bellies around and then love letter calls her out it's like girl we ain't got time for that okay you 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 keep trying to work this shit up in the conversation this thing it was given very um fetch fetch she only said it two times and then zavaletta was right down that throat <laughs> Because I've let her one watch camera time and two doesn't want you to come on here doing the most. I actually did not have a problem with Zavaletta this episode. I did. <laughs> it's a bunch of people you ain't met before. Okay. You know, if Mary Cherry's coming on strong, La Zavaletta is coming on even stronger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, and also we do learn a little later on is giving very much so projection. My notes and I, my notes are go, how fucking old is she? I think she's on the younger side. Yeah, because this is the behavior of a young queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing the average, I know, I remember, I know plenty of girl who has done all of these things, and you, they grow out of it, of it uh, hopefully, grow out of it eventually. Hopefully. It's, hopefully. Uh, but that whole uh, gay boy to mean girl pipeline is not fierce. <laughs> it's not as fierce as we want to make it out to be. Um, so, you know, I was definitely over Miss Lazavaleta and I was a little over Mary over here, but she thinking she the producer. Because one thing Miss Mary is doing is asking questions left and right. Mm-hmm. Like she got cue cards in that back pocket. Well, Mary wants to make good TV. She wants to be known. And that's why I said during the, I was, at first I was looking at when they came in, I said, oh, Mary might be getting sent to the house tonight. And then I said, Mary's probably the most interesting in terms of big TV right now. So probably not tonight. Which is why she got away with what the fuck she got away with. So we'll get into that later. Um, <laughs> So one thing I do like about Dragula too is that they are given these prompts and challenges in the creation episodes, which I definitely right. think they bring some things for. Um, but they also show them in the workroom actually working on them. I've always really enjoyed that they give it time that I don't think is given to it in um, other drag shows. Uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think that <laughs> I think that. I don't know. They pay more attention to the creative process. Uh, Why are you laughing? This, well, because it's the way that you said it, and then you pause. Jack uh, <laughs> said, "I'm not about to be catching strays today." God damn it! Um, no, you're you're right, but but I will say this: this this show is more focused on the special effects work. On mm-hmm. like there, I mean, if thinking back, there have been some there have been some acting challenges in this particular competition, but. 
not nearly as many as uh, the other shows that we're referring to. <laughs> That's a little bit more embedded in the acting challenges. And, and you know, I was watching something last night. Um, I was watching Victoria, uh, Veronica talk about uh, leaving the uh, season two group chat <laughs> and being upset with a horror. Right. Um, and she mentioned, she said they were excellent, like 52, 53 looks. So I bring all that up to say, with the Drag Race girl, you don't really got time to be popping up into Drag Race and think you have to finish, a, you know, stoning a, a gown. Monique Carter's into the chat. Yeah, right, 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 right. Because you, you could be focused a little bit more on putting on 80s business lady suits to do an acting <laughs> challenge. You're going to have a lot, lot a lot less of that on Miss Dragula, where it is your points are won based on your floor, floor show performance. Right, 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 right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so were any of the girls exciting you with what they were doing? Because we have, you know, we have mass creation going on over here. Um, we have people sewing stuff together. Uh-huh. I was the most excited by Hoso. Uh, because this this particular con this particular challenge could go hokey real fast. Mm-hmm. And that's why certain people got away with certain things because it wasn't an obvious choice. Um so I, I love the idea of doing Other Mother and based on the artistry that we know that Hoso gives and what Hoso is explaining, which is she's really going to focus on the insect, re, uh, you know, um, birth section, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, transformation of Other Mother and the buttons and the Other Mother is big with the kids on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> well, Hoso's uh, a young and current queen. Yes, so very nice. When she said my generation, I was like, whoa. Because <laughs> I've never seen Coraline. That's true. Um, we also get a conversation around, and I'm going to say patriarchy <laughs> happening in the workroom with uh, Sigourney Beaver and Bitter Betty. Yeah. Um, where they talk about how they felt like pushed to the front and the horror challenge or the preceding <laughs> challenge. Well, he did say put the white ladies in the front so we'd be safe. <laughs> I live for that. Who was that, Coco? <laughs> that was Coco, yes. <laughs> it was said that the white ladies should be in the front of this competition. Well, um, I mean, based on horror movie statistics. Yeah, very nice. Um, I cut to they were in groups anyway, so nobody was getting snatched up. <laughs> Remember what Coco said in the back room? The important thing for us is to stick together. I said, wait, 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 wait. Um, <laughs> Are you feeling the new boudoir? Uh, I like that they have more space because that's the one thing on Dragula is always kind of <laughs> pissed me off. <laughs> okay. Like... They always have the bitches at the last supper table and they're making stuff. Right. You're like, uh, uh, hello, can you scoot over just a little bit, please? Okay. Right. <laughs> I do like that it's bigger. I think that I did uh, appreciate the season three boudoir a little bit better. Uh-huh. Um, well, this one felt more, it felt bigger, but plain. Yes, that's very, very accurate. But I almost feel like, part of me feels like that was intentional. Mm. Like it's still, like for me, it was giving very much so like the basement of like a dive bar that also is a front for a black market organ. <laughs> what is with so, you and things being fronts lately? <laughs> Have you been watching those documentaries? <laughs> Probably, but also, who is eating at Pizza Bowlings? <laughs> who is eating at Pizza Bowlings? Because I need to know. One of your friends commented said they were. Girl, several of my friends was, I said, I stand corrected, girl, because I ain't never said nobody go, mm, I'm feeling like Pizza Bowling. Yeah, tonight. I feel like every time I go on Pizza Bowlings, it's like a desperate decision that I regret. Like, <laughs> no, I just didn't turn it the way that I thought it would. Right. It's kind of like Arby's. Anybody like, well, girl, let's go to Arby's tonight. <laughs> You know what I'm like? A roast beef sandwich and some curly fries. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they're still open. <clears throat> right, exactly. So I know someone's patronizing it, but clearly uh, nobody uh, that I know like off the break. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I mean, I thought, pardon me, felt like that was intentional, but I do enjoy that they have so much more space to do some work. Yeah. Um, and spread out and, uh, and talk to the cameras. Again, I mean, as a performer, I know a thing or two about working in small little back rooms, and that's what season one was given. So this is very clearly a glow up. Child, season one, they were <laughs> working on the side of the van <laughs> on the highway by the studio. <laughs> they, they set up a tent, 
right on, okay. top, on the side. Boulay brothers came. I said, look, so the reason why you're not inside right now is because we only have the room for, for three hours. And so we need to maximize that amount of time. Right. Said, now, now, for three hours, you, we don't have that space. So you need to come out. And like for two hours, they're doing like a, a setup for a bar mitzvah, but they're going to move to the next room. And then we can come back in after that. So don't leave anything around, you know. Okay, no eating on the side, no water. Right, right. Everyone raised their hand. Okay, we need one, two, three, four. Okay, that's how much cake and juice we need. All right, so <laughs> someone go to the subway. Someone go to Safeway. <laughs> what? We'll use some cake and juice right now. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> let's get into the fourth show. Oh wait, we didn't miss. We we didn't talk about this conversation between um Sigourney Beaver and um. Better Betty, who are both Chicago queens, mm-hmm. uh, and talking about being women in drag and their experiences. So they're coming from two different uh, intersections in this conversation, right? Right, so, yeah. One being a cis uh, woman, one being a trans woman. Right. Uh, and of course, they allude to more recently how much how much easier it is for them, but there was this period of absolute erasure. Um, the erasure from of, of women in the queer community is not new, nor is it um, individual to participation in drag. Mm-hmm. You know, at the very top of the gay rights movement, people were trying to remove Marsha and Sylvia with the quickness, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though they were leading the fucking fight. So um, it's great that they're having this conversation because uh, it's a conversation that constantly needs to be had and uh, it's a shame that people need to be reminded of it, but it's something that needs to be in the forefront of the minds of people who are participating and, and engaging in these cultures and also honoring the trans women and all of the women who have built um, pathways for all of um, the people who enjoy drag's favorite performers. Absolutely. Uh, Bitter Better Talk, Bitty Betty talks about her Bitty first Betty. drag Bitty Betty, Bitty Betty. <laughs> talks about her first drag mother being a cis woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the uh, one of the greatest drag queens I knew out of Atlanta, um, the Lady Shabazz, Miss She Rest in Peace, was a cis woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like, you have uh, newer queens in Atlanta like Kuchi yes. Fu Monroe, yeah. who was here. In, excellent. Go ahead. go ahead. And here in DC, we got Itty Bitty Bratwurst. <laughs> I love that fucking name. Mm-hmm. It's very very talented. So we should always honor all of the uh, gender identities in our community and <laughs> the, the pathways that they built and the walls they broke down for you to have the drag shows and the drag performers that you have today. Absolutely. So the floor show. Let's get into the floor show. Let's get into the floor show. So first of all, Jamal, who are our judges? Child. Don't do it because you know I don't know who they are. No, but the I black woman did. I do know was in um horror noir. Um, yes, because I remember is, her from like TikTok or something. Yeah, and if you haven't seen horror noir, it's an amazing document. I think it's available on Shutter and YouTube. Um, about the history of black folks in horror, uh, in the horror genre, uh, and it also uh, talks about how uh the experience of black people, um, in this country and uh internationally. It's just like a a bear. Uh, it's a bear rock. It's a fertile ground for different takes on horror and adding um, new perspectives. So it's a good documentary. I recommend checking it out. Well, now that I'm a proud customer of Shutter, I will check. <laughs> I was buying this subscription last night. I said, "Girl, I can't believe I'm doing this." Well, you know, yeah, but you're not a horror person. Never mind. I'm not a horror person, right? So yeah, because there's a lot of interesting stuff on it. Well, no, because I saw it because I definitely looked through the catalog. So I was looking for things that I recognized by name. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for things that I just have never heard of before. And I was like, I'm going to Jamal say I can watch all this nonsense. Um, but <laughs> well, here, this, if this... you want, you should start with Teeth. Okay. Have you ever seen Teeth? No. Uh, so love that song by Lady Gaga, though. Uh, Sigourney uh, Beaver referenced it in her Meet the Queens. But um, it's a movie where the woman has vagina dentata, which is yes. a condition where there are teeth in the vagina. And she pretty much just goes around biting off the penis as a rapist. So is it like a, well, aside from that plot point, is it a reverse deep throat? <laughs> no. Yeah, because her clitoris is in her mouth. And deep throat. So the floor show. Child, the first person... Exactly, they chopping off dicks. Next. Um, <laughs> and I do not know who the white man is. The first person, uh, he is the writer, apparently the director and writer of Jawbreaker, which is an excellent um, Yes, it was a movie. good movie. 
Very, very, very good. So first one up is uh, our other mother, Hoso. Before Looks- Rose, got, I mean, Rose McGowan got canceled. Uh, Hoso looks fantastic. It is it very clearly other mother, um, but with exaggerated features. So we see the bugs, we see the uh, we see the uh, insect like features. We also see the buttons, which is very very critical to the Coraline storyline and other mother. You know the sewing on the button eyes, um, the makeup the makeup work is fantastic and it's it's quite demented. I love the additional, I love the um, the button sewn into one eye. Yeah, it was good. It was very graphic, which I liked, and it, it kind of like nodded at the, the cartoon element. Um, yeah, good showing. I I are we tooting and booting? I toot it. We I feel like we should have a different name for it. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, we definitely should. Um we is it um um it's a um is it a scream or is it a whimper? <laughs> oh, we, can, we can do that we can play around with that so I'd, okay, I'd cool. give it a scream I'd give it a scream too so up next is Jay Jolie as one of the Sanderson sisters um, a, a point I noted while I was watching her edit um, is it seems like she is genuinely excited to be in this competition mm-hmm. and is entering it very humbly yeah, 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 yeah. She's entering this space very humbly um, and hoping that the girls receive her well. So she comes out as a Sanderson sister. At first, when we saw the silhouette, I thought she was the um, old lady in Snow White. Mm. But she's one of the Sanderson sisters. So my first, some other inclination was, oh God, another drag queen doing a Sanderson sister. Well, she wasn't winning. <laughs> and that's important. Because yes. they almost always pick that character. And she chose Sarah Jessica Parker's sister. I do not remember her name. And then she opens up this lamp and eats the maggots. And I said, Miss J. Jolie, you better work. Yeah, yeah. I thought I it was a smart it. choice for her as well. Because right. it was campy. Exactly. exactly. Mm-hmm. And it fits within her aesthetic. But it seems like she also pushed herself there. I was very much so grossed out by her eating the maggots. <laughs> Um, but you know that's what you do in this company. I remember I was eating dinner last night. I was like, "Well, we will not be watching anything Dragula related before we finish this meal." Um, so that's a scream for me. Yeah, it was a scream. Uh, up next is Miss. I was close, which Kennedy done for a while. Saint giving Whoa. us a Leatherface and a Pointer Sisters wig, <laughs> but like a sexy Redux version of it. I had so many questions about this chainsaw. Really, what questions did you have? Well, first of all, the concept of a chainsaw always just makes me very, very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Understandable. Again, I'm wondering how everything is being pulled off safely. And I know there's a lot of work behind the scenes to do that. So work. Um, I love that she did a half mask for Leatherface and still exposed the bottom half of her face too, because that is a different take. It's well, it's a different take on it. Yeah. Sure. Um, and the point of sister's wig, I love the ass out. It's um it's not the most built up version of what I would have loved to have seen, but it's still a screen. Yeah, I thought that it was it was good, a good juxtaposition between uh the horror element and being sexy, because right. she still like firmly maintained that horror aspect. Um, yeah. Most of these girls I thought had really good showings. I, I wrote I that down. Except for I one. Agree. There was one that worked my nerves. I will give that one uh, some credit when we get to it. So the next one uh, is Astrid, who is a xenomorph. So I'm going to let you talk about this because I know you love aliens. <laughs> you do! Yeah, the xenomorphs are a creature in aliens. I know so much about you. I know so much about you. Um, have you ever seen any of the like the more recent additions to the alien mythos? I have seen no alien movies. <laughs> oh, we got to have a marathon. Because there have been so many know, additions so many to the mythos. Yeah, there's so many additions to the mythos recently um, with a series of prequels with like Prometheus. Um, I can tell you the entire history of the uh, alien ride at Disney. Okay. And how it got taken out because it was too scary. But carry on. <laughs> the Xenomorphs are uh, the main uh, antagonist in the alien series. So they mm-hmm. are, we've seen the Xenomorphs in drag form before over yes. in Holland um, with Miss Chelsea, Chelsea Boy. Yeah, um, this one with Astrid, I think, is uh, a little bit more futuristic. It seems like because initially she comes out and the Xenomorph has like kind of armor and then she removes that and she shows her face. 
Um, I think that it was well put together. I think that it was well bought. Yeah, the, um, the, the hair and the, the hair and makeup really pulled it off. I actually wasn't as sold on the because what Asher's doing is actually mixing a lot of different materials. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the you know the, the tail, all, everything is beautifully executed. Um, but she mixes in like motocross as another part of the exoskeleton. Yeah, piece, which is you know the creative t- creativity of dragons, which is supposed to do. Um, yeah. uh, it wasn't my personal favorite, but. It clearly got the judges going, so fuck my dread. Rat. Rat. <laughs> so next and because up is... I wasn't looking for C, I was looking for the less obvious options. That's probably what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there also wasn't that much. I feel like there wasn't that much creativity in pushing it beyond right. what we know. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so up next is Miss Sigourney Beaver, who is the Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, she comes out in this uh, printed coat with these beautiful points and curves. She does high femme drag, and it is very clear. The makeup is stamped. Uh, the transformation is real because Miss <laughs> Sigourney and the uh, confessionals, mm-hmm. Sigourney on stage, two different people. <clears throat> yeah. Um, <laughs> This was a, a different take of it on it, but it did remind me of how like Love Masisi when she did the Gremlin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and how she threw the Gremlin in leopard print and how that just you know a, a lot of leopard print like leopard print a leopard print a leopard print uh, this is this might be cheating I'm sorry um, is really effective in in giving me like tacky and the creeps it can be done <laughs> fashionably it can be done tackily and that's what it's supposed to give in this particular context what is this. In the particular context. So the coat comes off and it reveals this excellent gold strappy piece and the the uh the 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 uh, the boozooms, the boozooms, Frankenstein's other monsters okay. are out. Uh with the tassels with the bolt hanging from them. I said that's Judas. <laughs> also, Mr. Gordy is no stranger to shaking the tassels because they go in perfect circular motion. This is a scream. Yeah. Absolute scream. Yeah. So beautiful. High can't. So, yeah. uh, together, makeup stamped. It was it was everything. The heels get fetish. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She's a good burlesque girl. So, <laughs> next person. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's because you. I think you about to read. Is Mary Cherry as the Go Puff? Um, sorry, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Uh, 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 uh. So here's what I like about it. Here's what uh, I like about uh, it. Describe it. What does it look like? The people don't know. <laughs> if you've seen the episode, you know what it looks like. If you know, if you know what the Stay Puff uh, Marshmallow Man is, you know what that looks like. Uh, also, a movie I've never seen. Ghostbusters. Um, I've seen a lot of random shit, but not staples. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's hard to explain because it looks like um, a puffy cup. It looks like a puffy coat. It's giving very much so. I'm wearing my oldest older brother's puffy coat, uh, and like it's giving also Michelin Man too. Where I will give her some credit is she chose a campy option that was not obvious. Where at first I was, it is very much so costume out of a bag. So I would love to hear about the construction of this piece if there was any additional construction on this garment. Um, she could have dished the scarf, could have dished the gold belt. That was a weird selection. I did like that the shapes were not very explicitly the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And it did seem that there was some interpretation. I feel like she could have done more and paid much more attention to detail to make this something better. And it was not. I did not like this outfit. I thought that it was um, not up to the standard of the other outfits. I appreciate yeah. that it was campy. We had other pieces of camp on stage that I think were more successful. Um, yeah, I just think the attention to detail is going to be important for her. Yeah, and I thought that based on the other things on the runway, she should have been in the bottom, and she wasn't. Right. Uh, though, like, hey, the 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 uh, the stuff behind the scenes makes a difference because mm-hmm. the next person out is La Zavaleta, who is doing, help me out, Pan's Labyrinth, right? Yes, but girl, I was just like, what? Is, you don't look like anything. You look like dirty toilet paper. Right. Um. Yeah. Has she not said that 
in the the uh, 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 boudoir, I wouldn't have known that. Knowing it, I like how grotesque it is because that character is known to be grotesque. Um, I love the, I love the, um, I love that it's sort of not turned on its head, but it's that much more disgusting. So it looks like she did put some thought into some things. But mm-hmm. behind the scenes, as we learned during judging, <laughs> that blood pump, they had the bitches sitting, uh, sitting and waiting in the motherfucking waiting room, and that makes a difference. It's giving very much so Jasmine Masters in that cocoon. No, okay, no. The cocoon was much worse than this. <laughs> the cocoon was not worse than this. Because this at least had imagination. That cocoon was not imaginative. <laughs> that cocoon... You know, like a butterfly coming out of a cocoon? Child. Uh, yeah, this is a whimper, not a scream. Yeah, definitely a whimper. And then up, la- uh, no, no, not last. I'm just kidding. It's from Elder High wearing the exact same outfit they've been wearing for the last. Uh, yeah, next, I said, okay, girl, uh, we going to the bottom with you, huh? Next, right? Because I was re- at first, I was like, okay, I, she was talking, she was talking about this game. But to be fair, and it was coming at that neck real fierce. So you know, fake it till you make it. And then uh, she comes out, syringes in her, and I'm like, well, is that a saw reference? Yes, because I remember that trap. Mm-hmm. Um, there weren't enough needles. No, it was we have seen three times. It is a whimper. It was given um Aiden Zane's uh <laughs> buttons and bows well, wrong way. <laughs> you better stay on that neck button, buttons and bows. Child, because that that what was that episode? <laughs> what was that outfit? <laughs> Thrifted. Uh <laughs> and then bitter betty uh, comes out. Oh no, we got a few. Let's go cocaine bitter betty, who is um black morticia fierce. I'm glad it read to the judges though. Yeah, because I was I was very concerned for this look. I said, yes. okay, this is very the interpretation is very liberal. I'm not seeing too much of a reference at all. Right, because Morticia's gown <clears throat> does not have this many cutouts, but that's what Coco Kane would wear. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering this also begs the question of I wonder how much prompt the judges get to what they're doing. Right. Uh, she looks great. This braided wig, you know, I live for a fiercely laid uh, braided wig. Monet Exchange does it well. The UK girls do it well. Uh, the wig is right. Um, Could have done with the blood because it's not really Morticia, as the judges mentioned, but she looks good. Mm-hmm. And it's co- and it's Coco Kane. Okay. It's it's her. Mm-hmm. That's what she gets. Scream. Ah! Yeah, it was a scream. It was cute. And then last, we have Miss Bitter Betty giving us Elvira. Um, it's it's an it's it's giving Elvira, but you know she adds some demented touches to it, but not enough. Yeah, it's, it's all still right. a scream to me. Yeah, I mean it's this is this is the challenge of being on Dragula. You can take the reference. We all know the reference. This is the reason we're here, but you have to take it somewhere else. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. if you got to pick something on as as <clears throat> as Elvira, you got to take it even further. Yes, you, you have to take it, it there, girl. Right. So when they give her her critiques, and you know she, she says, "Well, we're all thinking about Mary Cherry." That was his costume. You still pick somebody who was on the nose and didn't take it to where it needed to go. Right, 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 right. <clears throat> so we get to the judging, and <laughs> let's just cut the shit. The tops and the bottoms. The bottoms are La Valletta, um, Formaldehyde, and Bitter Betty. The tops, Coco, Sigourney, Astrud, and Hoso. I was first. I was like, this is a lot of people still on stage because it was only three people saved. Right. Then I forgot there's only ten of them bitches. Right. Uh, and <laughs> one of which, one of which that was safe, was Miss um, Mary Cherry, and, you, and immediately I said, "Oh my motherfucking god!" Because Miss Mary Cherry needs to be sitting up in this bottom. I was very upset. Um, <clears throat> there's a reason for everything. Yeah. So the critiques that they give to the bottom, I do think that there is some good feedback, especially when we get to formaldehyde and they talk to her about how the look was okay, but it's just not big enough. And when you're thinking of performing on a larger stage mm-hmm. um, and you're thinking of just bringing your drag to be able to reach more people in a, in a whatever the event arena is, um, I thought that that was good feedback because it is very small, right? And you do have to even be up close to see the nuances like the, the jigsaw spirals and stuff like that. Um, Bitter Betty, we talked about this. It just wasn't enough of an evolution of the Elvira look. I think that it actually wasn't even as fierce as Elvira. Um, right. And, I do generally think, feel like Bitter <clears throat> is fierce. Right. Or beautiful at the least. Yeah, yeah, she is. And then um, Lavaletta, it just is, <laughs> girl, you having production issues, Miss Thing. You look like soggy uh, paper <laughs> yeah. towel. 
It's just, it's not given what you think is given. PAs were back there popping. Um, keep going, keep going. I guess I, I love getting a ghost behind the curtain because I've never thought about what be going down on Joy Ghost. <laughs> yeah, because the first one they showed them pumping, I was like, "What is going on? Why is it? Why am I seeing the the help?" Right, um, <laughs> not the help. I couldn't. I couldn't think. Stage hands. There we go. <laughs> Thank you, Elliot, with two T's. Oh, oh, see. <laughs> I know you are not calling me, um, Miss Hilly. Uh, and they love the top girls. Let's so in the back from out uh, not from out high. Um, Lavaletta is having a full on breakdown, full on breakdown. This thing. Um, she walking around. She's giving um, <laughs> is giving uh chaos in the back room. A la Eureka, a la Saturjane being patient zero, a la Tamishi Mon and Candy. Why do you keep saying that? That did not happen. Was that a shit? <laughs> Are you sure it didn't happen? Girl, I think many more people would have been affected if she was patient zero, Brenda. Oh, goodness. Um, yeah, I mean, is there anything in the background that you thought was... Uh, no, I think uh, the La Zavaleta is kind of sucking up the air in the room. And, and we're going to hold space for trauma. But you yes. also need to be held accountable for the harm that you do when you're processing your trauma and how you're projecting it on other people. Period. Because right now she is sitting here reading formaldehyde down, uh, and Miss Brown formaldehyde is stressed out because the bitch ain't been performed off of a screen before. Right. Okay. Uh, we've seen that hurt the girls many a time in Drag mm-hmm. Race history. Shout out to Holland season two. <laughs> um, Drag Race. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, fuck it. That's what I meant. Drag exactly. Race season two. Exactly. Shit. Um, but like, it, there's no, there's no need for you to sit there and project that much and tear any other competitor down. We learned that the extermination is a, a callback, a makeover of the very first extermination that we talked about in the last episode, which is where they buried, uh, buried the girl. Ooh, my DC jumped out. Buried the girls alive. I couldn't uh, do which, it. Looks like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an exercise in like uh, mental just stillness. Uh, so, and the last time that she was in the cemetery is when she buried her sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Mary is in the back producing, and, but also makes a good point of like, you know, because uh, Coco's like, you know, eventually you, we all got to die, girl. And, right. and Mary's like, well, listen, 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 bitch. We all process <laughs> things different. Yeah, people have trauma, Coco. You sit here screaming. Right. <laughs> girl, you didn't get over. We all gonna die sometime. I mean, you know, it's right. just thick. I'm like, okay. Okay. Coco, like you got one foot in the grave already, bitch. You better live. <laughs> <laughs> so you know we, we get this uh so I have a feeling that Miss Mary will make it some way until some people other people start showing some personality. Um and we get some extermination and the dolls are buried alive. And we get a Boulet Brothers music video. Baby, the Boulet Brothers is putting out music. They said RuPaul, we can do that too. And then- <laughs> I was sitting, I was like, because it took me a second to register what was happening. I was like. Are we watching a Boulay Brothers music video? Girl, I was scared. I said, like, when they gonna kill one of them? Because uh, <laughs> when the song is over, because you're gonna right. hear the whole song. <laughs> you're gonna hear at least two and a half minutes of this motherfucking goddamn it. Uh, we better get every track every week. <laughs> <laughs> track six is my favorite. Um, so the dolls finished doing um, this extermination challenge, and they have to, they, this is a big part of Dragon You have to participate in the extermination cinematic universe, mm-hmm. which is always cool because they come up with interesting ways for people to die. Uh, Erica Clashes is probably uh, child. That favorite. was rude and sad when they kill Erica Clash. <laughs> it's a few of these exterminations where I feel like it's just been like real. I don't know, malicious almost. Some of them, because some of them get off easy. It's like, okay, girl, you got hit by a car. Erica Clash got what folded up and bashed yes, across the head. But I think the girls and I think the performers like participating in those. Yeah, they had these did. bitches running left and right, up and down. Who else? They have they, all um, set directions. Up? Who else did they give a whatever extermination? Oh, oh Halloween was the worst. <laughs> Peaches was the worst. Because <laughs> they burnt Pinche and they didn't even bring Pinche back for the reunion. <laughs> for the resurrection. I said, damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember Halloween. Huh? Halloween, they just um <laughs> they just put a uh, plastic bag over her head and threw her in a ditch. 
<laughs> I think they were so over her at that point because that was also right. the night that she went on her tirade on stage. Child tirade about her unfinished garment. Right, or I, I, my piercing came out. I can't put it back in this break. Okay, I'm gonna stand for this. Um, but so anyway, um, Lavaletta survived the extermination. It looked like Lavaletta, yeah, as uh, uh, what's the book to say? I don't know, slave the day to stay another day. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> are you sad uh, that um, formaldehyde is gone? Uh, yes, for a couple reasons. One, formaldehyde is cute, two. Mm -hmm. Um, it was just too much we were trying to unpack with La Zavaleta mm -hmm. on the first episode uh, and I, you know I wasn't particularly interested in seeing her stay any longer but that's you know Drag Race there. will keep a problematic girl I mean not Drag Race oh damn Dragula will keep a problematic girl yeah yeah and uh, think about how long Maddie has stayed alone. Right. If Ramada had said a total of 10 words this entire episode, <laughs> a total of 10. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm always going to root for the underdog because she she would be the underdog in this situation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Asher, you know, points out, you know, you know, this is a performance competition. And this more than more than Drag Race is a performance competition because you have to get on that main stage and sell a monster. Child, you acted the whole time on the show. The entire time. <laughs> And, it, and there's no way for you to get lost in the shuffle. Mm -mm. There's no way for you to get lost in the shuffle. So yes, okay. you do. Um, you do suffer um, from that, and then it, you can't pump down wearing the same outfit three times. No, you can't. You just can't do it. They look good. I just. I was really hoping she, when we were in the back and she was talking about she was really excited to show what she had. I was like, uh, "Oh, baby, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they give." And then it didn't give. I said, well. <laughs> and then they got to the extermination challenge and La Zavaleta was doing the most. And uh, Formaldehyde was ready to shit a brick. Right. Great. I said, oh, they about to send Formaldehyde to the house. We just have to deal with that. Yeah. Well, Shake the Dice, Steal the Rice. That was the first episode of Dracula. Oh, girl, would you be gagged if Santino Rice was a judge? That would be hilarious. But Santino <laughs> Rice is a whole flat earther, anti-vaxxer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good point. Yeah, she, she never but again, right? It's another. Um, um, how you feeling? You enjoy it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it was good. Um, if we're doing wig of the week, um, wig of the week. my wig favorite of the wig week. of the week was probably. Uh, Coco, Coco on the main challenge and the um, floor show. Yeah, I'm not to agree with that. That shit was exquisite. I go up for any kind of braided wig, but <laughs> it's hard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the shit to match your scalp. You know, you gotta get the lace, the lace front. It's so, so many things you gotta do to, to do that wig right. Monet Exchange does it really, really good. Mm -hmm. Well, she's not incurring the wrath of Tamishima. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that one day we all came together and thought she was about to read Monet Exchange and it didn't happen. Um, worst wig this week? I don't know about a worst wig, but I got a worst look. I'm sitting here looking at La uh, Zavaleta and this, <laughs> this floor show outfit mm -hmm. sitting on the couch. I'm giving it to Formaldehyde. Yeah, because it just wasn't stunning. It was It was giving very much so party city. Yeah, it wasn't stunning. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't stunning. Who were you about to say? Nothing. I was about to read Mary Cherry again, but I'm going to leave her alone. <laughs> I'm going to let her go. I'm going to let her go this week. <laughs> Next week, if she's pumping out here and another um, puffy coat from Burlington Coat Factory, okay. I'm going <laughs> to oh, Burlington Coat Factory, where you can get you a coat and a lawnmower in the exact same Okay, and you maybe <laughs> see the dissolution of several relationships via <laughs> via FaceTime, people's badass kids. Yes, we can get you some furniture out for there. I, okay. You know, all the reason I don't, I don't, there's one Burlington in particular around here I don't talk about because it's getting very the one in City Place. Oh, yeah, very much so dragon. Um, <laughs> I like my Burlington's bright, okay. Child. I want to see where I can get the uh uh. Not the, well, not if the it's in that mall, club. if you talking about the one in the mall, then all of that that whole mall gives Dracula. Very that, very that. I said, girl, who the fuck designed this? 
I don't know, but you know, when I was a kid, that mall was popping. It was like, yes. There's a couple of malls when we was kids. The middle of the mall used to be it. <laughs> I have a friend who um, I have a friend whose mother always like. Landover Mall was so nice until y'all went in there and stole everything from it. <laughs> what you mean? I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, Landover Mall used to be the cheese. Landover Mall like was right up in the hood. Yep. <laughs> yes, very Okay, bad. and so there was there were several hood activities. I love my people, but there were several hood activities <laughs> going on up in there that mm-hmm. did not contribute to the... <laughs> The blossoming of Landover Mall, but hey, the the real doing. the real estate, the property, and the design is everything. Yes, girl. Yeah, yes. Mm, there's a baker's. You can get your mm-hmm. boardwalk fries in there, girl. You can even uh, go on um YouTube and see old commercials for Landover Mall. Yes, they had last up back when I was uh, in my trade dressing phase. <laughs> Cut to that was just the only clothes that would fit me. <laughs> oh, love being fat, Mary Tyler. Oh. Uh, that's why I saw the Easter Bunny that year, girl. Yes, anyway, we all talk. Uh, that was this week's episode of Black Tar Roots. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our very first watching of Dragula. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to follow us and keep up with all of the drag that we are doing this this uh, marathon season of uh, drag teens, mm-hmm. you can follow us on Instagram at Black Tar Roots Pod and interact with us on Twitter at Black Tar Roots. One more time. Babu, I'm Tickle Motherfucking Toe. And are we boycotting anybody else to speak? Well, so we got three three uh, enemies of the pod. I was about so to say rise beverages. Um, no, we're not boycotting. <laughs> Smack we gonna, that bitch down, slap that. Oh, she likes it. She likes it. <laughs> we gonna um, we gonna let people live. I'm Jamal. Bye. Bye.